The Critical Hit Podcast is meant for adult audiences, not necessarily mature ones. Nonetheless, the following content isn't meant for the young ones. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. and welcome to another episode of the Critical Hit, a foul mouth podcast where we talk about everything. I am your host, Brett King, and with me always is Crimson and Corona Warden. Welcome back, y'all. <laughs> Tonight, we are undertaking our greatest task, picking mythical creatures and um, legendary creatures. I said creatures twice. <laughs> and pitting them against each other in pitched combat. This is the mythical champions. Spoiler alert, my pick is the Undertaker. What? Because we're Undertaker. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. I was like the wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to be quick. <laughs> are you guys ready? We're ready. <laughs> we are Critical Hit and Mythical Champion starts now. Before we begin, uh, sorry, <laughs> you fucking pig. <laughs> we have, um, we're bringing, we're, we're, we're getting back into our segment. It's actually one that I'm excited for, but not really. We are back on wax now. <laughs> so welcome back to the segment where we decide if this snack is whack or does this snack track. And this time, I bring to you something near and dear to my heart as I saw it and immediately was like, this is going to be it. This is. What the fuck is that? Pickle cotton candy? Yeah, dog. What the fucking hell? (laughs) This is apparently pickle-flavored cotton candy. Now, as a uh, little aside, when I see these... I just get them. I don't read reviews. I don't do anything like that because this has to be a hundred percent of a surprise. Holy shit! Evidently, this is pickle cotton candy. <laughs> uh, it looks like it's from a company called Chocolate Storybook. Um, there is a rabbit as its logo. They want to give you a little dill pickle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So remember when I told you? Yeah. So they're giving you the pickle like the hum. <laughs> Are you ready for this uh, to get some pickle in your mouth, apparently? <laughs> you know what? It wasn't what I was expecting, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, yeah. I was expecting bugs. Well, see, I don't want to be so predictable, so I'm, I'm, there's a lead up to this. Eventually, you're going to be eating bugs, <laughs> but not today. I still reserve the right to punch you if it's particularly fuzzy. I don't. I don't well, this is particularly fuzzy. It's motherfucking <laughs> cat and candy. Punch him. No, 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 that doesn't count. Dead arm him. Okay, so it is stark green. So let's get that out of the way. I thought it was mint for a second. I was like, okay, that's not too bad. uh, No, that would be way too easy. I can't, I can't get a smell on it. It doesn't even smell like pickle. It's got the faintest dill pickle smell. It does. It smells like the vinegar on an afterburner. Put it right up to your stash. <laughs> oh man, Pickle Wario. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wario. Why are we doing this? <laughs> All right, y'all ready? Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Here we Cheers. go. Cheers. Oh no, no! <laughs> I don't like it. That's really weird. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Oh my golly. So the thing is, it's still sweet. <laughs> it's just oh, with a packing of pickle. <laughs> that is bad. Chrono's going in for more. Please don't tell me pickle cotton candy is one of one of your snacks right now. Okay, Miss Wallet. We have no contingency for if it's bad. I have nothing to spit this out. <laughs> well, you better swallow. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, it's all or nothing. Get it down. <laughs> I, I, give me a second. 
Oh, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I got the infinity chew going on. I can't even have a drink. Use it. Yeah, actually. But then it's going to be Coke pickle. <laughs> you want to know what? I'm willing to risk it. Here we go. <sighs> so. That did it. That did it. I got to. I can't. I got to give it a fair shake. I got to go back in. Fuck all of that. No, it's pickle. Like it's sweet pickle. You want to know it's so two things, right? <laughs> sweet pickle. That's you know <laughs> two That's things. Your new rap name. I actually like pickles, right? Yeah. So actually, that, that's three things, right? I like pickles. <laughs> this fucks up pickles. Um. Two. Why the fuck is it sweet? Why did? Well, I guess you can o- bread and butter pickles. You got. You need sugar to make cotton candy. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I answered my own question. I'm a little bit of an idiot. You gotta, you gotta forgive me on that one. <laughs> right? Like they just somehow make cotton candy out of pickle juice. And it's like, yeah. Oh. Like, I, it's one of those things where you say it, and it's like, damn it, fucking words travel at the speed of sound. I can't catch up with it. Well, there are <clears throat> fucking sweet pickles. Yeah, but they ain't like that. Third thing, I don't like cotton candy by default. Reason being, I handle a lot of fucking fiberglass insulation, and it's basically fiberglass. No, it is the exact same way that they make fiberglass insulation. That's disgusting. The whole centrifugal spinny thing with heat is just fucking glass instead of sugar. So no. No, it's horrible. Are we ready to render a verdict on this atrocity? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So before we do, I will say I actually don't like cotton candy either. But I don't mind this. You're fucking what insane. What the hell? I'm absolutely insane. I don't know why. I'm going to go for a third. Where? This is wild. This is wild. Are we? Is this a split table? <sighs> oh, Lord. Okay. Let's render this verdict. What do we think? Fucking whack. <laughs> I think this snack is whack. Why are you thinking, grown <laughs> So. Hmm. They have the green swirl on the top of the can. It looks like you know what? I'm gonna say it tracks. No fucking way! Wow! 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 (laughs) It's it's interesting. (laughs) You know, I'll give you that. So, (laughs) like, it's not. I wouldn't say it's good, but it's not a bad flavor profile. That is absolutely insane. (sighs) I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, yeah. Okay, so I guess I'll give you the fact that it's like I didn't throw up. So there's that. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. You'll I'll leave a link to where I acquired. I I ordered off of Amazon. Nothing special, but I'm sure the uh, company probably also has a page of some kind. I will link on the Twitter. And you can acquire that and hopefully better <laughs> flavors, unless you're Chrono, of cotton candy. I mean, the fact that I don't like cotton candy means I would never buy it personally, but I wouldn't be mad if somebody gave me some. That's absolutely insane. Oh, we're going to have to get the, I mean, I bought it, so that, that cotton candy's going somewhere. I'm just, I'm just letting you know that. Uh, <laughs> we, I guess that that does it for wax snacks. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to leave you speechless so early. Yeah, I mean this is this is that's a shocking verdict. So and um a little bit discouraging for what's to come. As we are now moving into our we're going to do this as a series and we are going to try to do this um basically a battle every month roughly. Uh it's our second recurring series. Yes. After so. Super Dunks. Which are fantastic. Um, <clears throat> them dang super dunks. It's it's probably some bullshit that I think that our own um, podcast and our own uh, series happening? are really good. But I think super dunks are really fantastic. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is mythical champions. So we did our our mythological creatures episode, and it was like the next the the next obvious thing is like. What if they fought each other? What if they didn't eat pickle cotton candy? <laughs> right? Maybe that's the true test. <laughs> so we are going to go into this. Um, we are going to 
uh, Crimson and Chrono are going to pick a stable of mythological creatures. They will face off every episode, and I will render the verdict of who won and who and who is to be slaughtered for our entertainment and amusement. Very dramatic. So this is um, lethalist combatant. Yes. <laughs> Most lethal combatant. Yeah, there you go. That's probably that's probably an actual word. <laughs> lethalist. I don't, I don't think lethalist is ever. Lethalist weapon. <laughs> Relethaning. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, listen. <laughs> Damn it. You just made me Scooby Doo. What the fuck? All right, so we are going to decide who goes first by the most um, classic of all ways to settle disputes. We're going to flip a coin, except I don't have a coin, but I was quick enough on that Google Foo to get Google to do it for me. Uh, So who is heads and who is tails? I'm all about heads, so. (laughs) Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm heads. I call heads. So all right. Flapping cheeks. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is flipping. Heads. Hey! Okay, so Crimson, you get the distinction of um being the first to introduce your um your warrior. And what we'll do is we'll do it in three phases. We'll take turns introducing your your warrior from your stable. We'll go into the next round where we describe your um, your warriors' abilities and weapons, and then we will, in our third act, do the spec factor. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say X factor. I don't own that one. You, you, um, listen, they're they're gone. It's not on the air anymore. Yeah. Spike TV doesn't exist anymore. The trademark might still exist. Somebody out of the woodwork. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> so go ahead. Take it away. So, okay. I would like for you to imagine, if you would, a uh, a far-off land full of uh, deserts and um, Arabian Nights. <laughs> Wow, that was flat. <laughs> yeah, that was a that, oh, that was flat. That was a flat. That hurt my <laughs> that note was wow. flatter than my soda currently. <laughs> so, no, my my mythological creature is from the Middle Eastern mythology and religion. Um, it is the jinn. Okay. So that is my choice. Okay. So a little bit of background on the jinn. It is actually technically an umbrella term for a creature in uh, Middle Eastern religion. It is a, it, it actually, they exist in their own culture and they also follow other religions. Yes. They're Middle Eastern Fae. Yeah. 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 So they're mu- much like Fae folk. Um, you know, there, there are ranks of jinn. Um, they're, you know, so th- the lowest rank of jinn, which, I've done the discourtesy of not having immediately available, but I do know that they are much like human beings. They're, mm-hmm. they're not like they're all slightly more powerful <laughs> than a human, mm-hmm. but it gets significantly more amazing as you go on. Um, which, you know, I'm going to kind of go with more of the, as we know from pop culture, if Jin. Jin. So yes, if you've ever played Final Fantasy, Ifrit is a djinn. Mm-hmm. And it, it, style and everything. It's the you know, they're they control fire. Um they they can uh you know, they're stronger than the average human being, so they have super strength, they have um, you know, they have super endurance, they're they can fly. Um powers abound, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing about these uh these creatures and lore is that uh they exist in many many different forms mm-hmm. so there are um catholic <laughs> jinn um there are celtic jinn there are so it it kind of spread you know as as right. as a fae would might be able to 
find their own way in life, so do Jin. Um, they are what we know in the United States as genies. So wow. they're they're they have wish granting ability, right? But there's a bit more of a specific connotation behind the wish granting ability, which I will get to in the spec factor. <laughs> ah. So there's a reason why they can grant the wishes that they grant. Um, so once I, I kind of get into the more uh, combative phase of it, I will uh, I will start to go a, a bit deeper into that. But, you know, basically they are uh, there's yeah, they're similar to fairies, fae, um, that type of thing. So if you if you can imagine a slightly lower level of uh, religious figure, deity type of thing. That's that's your gin, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's uh okay. Cool, cool, cool. So the next one we have entering the ring is Chrono's pick. What have you got? Long ago in a land of heroes and gods, there lived the Gorgons. Ooh, okay, <laughs> okay. Medusa. <laughs> Oh, okay. He's, he's, he's jumping in the ring. He's jumping in the ring. All right. So obviously, depending on your telling of Medusa's tale in Greek mythology, she's just a monster, right? That the king of whatever city sends Perseus after to die at. So, you know, he can pork Perseus's mom. Ooh, bro. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> <laughs> in. Roman mythology, however, she is actually raped in Minerva, because that's Athena in Roman mythology, is raped in Minerva's temple by Neptune. Okay. And is then cursed by Minerva for being raped in her temple. Wow. Minerva's a piece of shit. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> So she is cursed with the spoiler, hair of a snake. Yeah. Spoiler alert. She's got that snake hair in them. No one can look at her. Right. Otherwise stone forever. Right. Uh, there are a couple other interesting things. Again, technically, depending on where in the mythology you are, she is actually a beautiful woman. Okay. Sometimes even after transformation. However, this one's kind of interesting. Blood from her right side is healing blood. Blood from her left is instantaneously poisonous. Okay. That's kind and of impressive. fatal. Additionally, the snakes can bite and have a poison. And being snakes, they have, you know, the weird snake smell thing. So she has like all around vision. Ha! Wait. So. The snakes are actually sentient. I thought yes. they were just like... No, they hiss. They can... So here's my question. Is Medusa hot? <laughs> Again, it depends on your telling of the mythology. So... Bring up... Okay, no, anyways, go on. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, so I was... I guess I wasn't expecting a freaking Gorgon. So that... That's actually pretty cool, right? Um, so we are going to go into the the next round. We are going to describe their abilities and weapons and like stuff that they could use to kill you, right? And kill their enemy. Righto. So I'm going to uh, begin with... Um, so the interesting fact of, about Jin is that they were created from smokeless fire on a Thursday. Don't know why that matters, but apparently, <laughs> apparently that's that's some of their lore. And as such, they have generally control over fire, but that's on the higher level of Jin. Um, so if you have it, because ironically enough, Ghoul started as a Jin thing. Um, that's the lowest level of Jin. Very very basic. But I'm uh. I'm talking about Ifrit or Marid <laughs> Jin, which have control over fire. They can fly. They have general magical ability. Um, so as they say, the ability to channel supernatural energy to induce and manipulate events and phenomena. <laughs> so kind of like domino. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, so <clears throat> it's not a particular type of magic. Like it's the, you know, they're not, you know, I guess an elemental wielder besides fire. Yeah. But they do have a general magical ability. Um, as I stated, they can fly. They have an invisibility. They are technically immortal, depending on what you're talking about. So here's the thing. There is a lot of forms of gin that are actually quite killable. You can you can just stick one and, and kill it. Um, so immortality, I'm going to say I'm I'm not going to necessarily list that as a general ability. Right. That's a very particular type of gin, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not necessarily trying to get that specific. Um so they can possess creatures. Mm-hmm. The humans are kind of a main thing. Um, but they also have the ab- ability to shapeshift. They can become animals mostly is what they uh, generally pick. Um, they can, they have the ability to physically perceive visions of future events. Okay. So they got some future sight. They can, they can basically summon storms, which most of the time is, is a form of sandstorm because of their location. I would theoretically believe that if they were in a different location, they would be able to make other storms. <laughs> um, superhuman speed, superhuman strength, quote unquote wish granting, which I said I will get more into in the spec factor. Um, so generally speaking, they are their abilities don't come from a physical strength. Mm-hmm. They like I said, they're quite fallible in most cases. However, there are some cases of Jin that are said to dwarf even Titans. Right. Okay. So that would be the Marid Jin, um, which again, I'm not necessarily going that route only well, because you said Ifrit. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I, I particularly <laughs> picked the Ifrit. One, because they have the best control over fire, mm-hmm. and two, because the Marid Jin is not something that is commonly just there chilling, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where, uh, you know, the other types of Jin are more commonly, you know, and readily available, where there's very, the, the Marid are very rare. So that's why I'm going with the Afrit more than anything. So, okay. yeah. So you know, you, you, a general, uh, a general decent skill set um, as far as their superhuman, because superhuman is just above average human. Basically, <laughs> they're 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 stronger than a powerlifter, <laughs> right? Um, and their ability to fly oftentimes gives them the uh, the upper hand over quite a few creatures. So, okay, so I mean. It's just like raw power. Like, I think that that's a thing is like, you don't have to, there doesn't have to be a, a particular, uh, like you don't have to do anything to do to get it. Yeah. He just summons fire, flies around and just like lifts shit, beats mm-hmm. the hell out of people. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's pretty freaking good though. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you, if you remember uh, the human torch. Yeah. 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 But except if you remember genie, from uh, Aladdin, motherfuckers jacked <laughs> because Jin on average are stocky mofos. <laughs> huh, that's crazy. Yeah, and all the the shape shifting that the genie does in Aladdin is like, kinda yeah, kinda on brand. Yeah, that's that's the one thing that's kind of interesting is, is if you go back and watch it after uh, after kind of doing some studying on them, it's like everything that genie does in that is actually really accurate. Which is weird, but awesome. <laughs> However, um, I should note that they do have some pretty startling weaknesses, and <laughs> they're not very clever. <laughs> that's that's a very big thing. Um, they are very easily bound to things, mm-hmm. henceforth where the uh, the lamp thing comes from. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a lamp. It could be anything. Yeah. It could be a lamp. It could be a pot. It could be fucking a rock if you do it right. It's like, it, you know, there's, they're, they're pretty easy. That's one of their major weaknesses. And again, they're not, most djinn can still just be killed. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have, if you have the right tool set, you could kill one. So 
they're not they're they're still pretty fallible creatures so okay. the the weaknesses are worth mentioning right not- oh they're also weak to iron Oh, classic fairy rules. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that that's another thing. Iron, they don't like iron. So if you have iron weapons, he's probably fucked. <laughs> okay, good good deal. So the next in round two is Chrono. What have you got for abilities and weapons? So Medusa herself isn't really ever depicted using that many weapons or anything. But... <clears throat> One of the big ones is is that she is the only mortal Gorgon. Okay. Unlike her sisters. Interesting. Uh, and like I said, it's... I'll use a little bit of some, like, tabletop gaming systems and stuff just to pad out the power set a little bit. Right. They are proficient with archery, short swords, things like that. So they do use some melee weapons... They are technically intelligent. They keep their face concealed until a target is close enough to be basically lured in by an attractive voice to look at them to then be petrified. Okay. Okay. So a little bit of a siren-esque quality. Right. And like kind of sneaky and ambushy. Yes. Sneaky snack. <laughs> Damn it. I'm a snack. I'm a sneaky snack. <laughs> that is... uh. So, beyond that, what are the weaknesses? I think, like... The biggest one is, is that... Well, there's kind of two. Uh, so, effectively, if you're using a mirror to look at Medusa, you're not going to be petrified. Okay. Because that is how Perseus was able to stay alive. Athena gave him a reflective shield, and he used that to look at her instead of looking directly at her. Okay. I feel like creatures, mythical creatures, are just getting outsmarted left, right, and center. <laughs> well, to be fair, Perseus had a sword, some mythos, a scythe from Hermes, and a shield from Athena. Right. Yeah, so, so he, he had weapons from the gods. Fair. fair. But he himself is technically a demigod. Also fair. So, I mean, you know, Joe Blow Schmo from... Athens isn't going to run up to Athena and just stab her. I mean, Medusa. (laughs) You want to know what's kind of funny about uh, mythical creatures is like. It almost follows the same rules of like animals because, you know, you can't outrun a bear. You can't outclimb a bear. You can't like outswim a shark. Yeah. You can't like beat the crap out of a gorilla. It's just physically impossible, but they're so they're like animal level intelligence and like it kind of seems to be that running thread is like yeah a gin is incredibly powerful but easy to trick yeah yeah and like the gorgon or medusa is able to instantly petrify you if you look at her without like a reflection or something like, yeah it seems like there's always something that <laughs> kind of prevents them from just being an apex predator at the top of the fucking food chain. That's actually really interesting. <laughs> I mean, it makes mythological creatures more interesting than Superman. Yeah, but anything could be more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a blade of grass could be more interesting than Superman. <laughs> so the final, the final act is the X factor. Like, what makes your mythical creature... Um, stand out like what what is the thing that they do that would likely <laughs> be that knockout punch righto so uh, I'm I'm gonna jump into the X factor mm, the, the of, of the gin I fucked that one up uh, <laughs> uh, so when it be, when it comes to their wish granting ability so this is the interesting part behind it there's a couple of things that, that that are kind of the limitation. Obviously, we know generally they can't make people fall in love. No death curses. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they can make people sick by possessing them. You cannot wish for other people to be sick, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, but how their wishes generally work is that Jin actually have a, it's a small ability, but an ability to manipulate energy and matter. 
So it is not just kind of, oh, boom, here's something out of nothing. They take something from somewhere and bring it there. Mm-hmm. And they can take it, theoretically, depending on their power level, from anywhere around the world. They can just zap it from one place to another. So if you do wish for something, generally it's taken from somewhere. So they, with their ability to manipulate matter and manipulate energy as such, they can theoretically have an endless supply of weaponry. Okay. So if they needed a particular weapon, they can acquire a particular weapon Mm -hmm. through poofing it into their possession. Um, The question becomes if they're trying to take something from someone more powerful than them. So that is kind of an interesting thing. So there is, because they are servants and created by Allah, they are not allowed to be more powerful than Allah. So power is a big thing. Mm-hmm. If you if the creature is indeed more powerful, nine times out of ten they can't they can't do anything. They can't take it. They can't they can't do anything like that. Um, also, generally speaking, the jinn has to have knowledge of the thing that they're trying to take. Mm-hmm. Which, granted, depending on certain jinn, they're incredibly ancient and they probably have knowledge of a lot of things. Um, but that is also, again, I will say exclusively for Marid Jin, who do have all access to a lot of different things. Yeah. So when it comes to an Ifrit, I would say that generally they could they could conjure up weaponry because weaponry is known throughout history. There are certainly things that they probably could not generate. Like, as a fine example, if that Jin does not have uh, necessary contact with... Um, certain types of magic they couldn't generate a magic because even though that is a form of energy they don't necessarily have control over that type of magic Mm -hmm. so any power that is outside of their power set they can't suddenly be like oh i want water now take some water from somewhere not really the same thing right so generally speaking in a free level gin could probably do weaponry it could do material things but that's kind of the limitation also there is a limitation to how many times they can do this in one go. and Which is kind of like the three wishes. Thing. Yeah, the three wishes. Yes. So they can't just willy-nilly summon everything. But in a pinch, if they needed something, you know, these motherfuckers have spell slots. <laughs> these motherfuckers have spell slots. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as being a spec factor, though, I would say that it is a relatively um, high quality one. Because if you happen to come up against something that has a very particular weakness, you might be able to acquire said weakness without much effort. Right. Okay. That, but if it's taking a reflective shield from, say, Athena, might not be possible. You could get a standard mirror, though. (laughs) Word, word. Yeah, which can be shot with an arrow. Or, you know, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so what do we have for the spec factor for uh... petrifying gaze? Okay. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. <laughs> she sees you. You see her. That's it. Wait, she could use it from her eyes, too. Yes, because she has to look at you and you have to look at her. Oh, okay. So it's like a. Vis-a-vis type of thing. Yes, and if her snakes see you, that doesn't count. It's got to be her eyes. Well, that's okay. Now, my question is, is it instantaneous? Yes, usually. That's rough. (laughs) Just gone. You're turning to stone. Right. Right. That's okay. That's a little tough. (laughs) So the, the obvious thing would be like... And that initial engagement is like critical at that point where it's like you come out the wrong way you catch a gaze you're gone you don't even get to do anything special you're just like you're gone yeah that's uh this is true that's 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 a problematic one but invisibility is a power of theirs uh-huh. They can turn invisible he did say that yep yep uh, oh the jinn can turn invisible yes okay. not medusa i was like oh they both can turn invisible Stealth battle. Uh, 
but it does not seem like that will be the case. Creatures in disguise. But the thing about invisibility is it renders you immune to sight. Right. Not right. smell. This is true, and snakes be smelling like nothing. <laughs> so as far as that goes, I think the fight would be like, it would have to be pretty tactical. Like, there's no way that you can come right out and just kind of, like, slug it out. Yeah, no. So I will say this. Jin having a long history of being in multiple different places probably at least has some amount of knowledge of Gorgon. I would say a Jin would probably know, a higher level Jin would probably know not to stare at this mofo. I'm going to say there's a, there's a pretty decent likelihood. Mm-hmm. So, and I will also say that conjuring something that's reflective is not necessarily the most taxing of thing. You're not, it's not like you're trying to conjure a magical item. You're just trying to conjure something that makes it so that this thing can't look directly at you and turn you into fun stuff. <laughs> but if we're, if we're also doing a thing where, Theoretically, the three wishes um, dynamic starts to come into play. Then if he makes a mistake with the first mirror. Then that's a spell slot wasted. Yeah, like he would have to. Either use a like you'd have to summon the mirror so that he can like turn around and look through it to see to see the gorgon and then from there it's like summon a weapon or attack with some fire right does does a fire count as part of that energy that's the the fire is a free as a free action a thing, <laughs> yeah yes. okay so the other thing storm conjuring so there is also the ability that Medusa's hair negates storms. Some of her hair was given to someone to protect a town from a storm. Whoa. Okay, that's that's pretty big. Okay, that's kind of fun. So, like, the next thing would be how would Medusa do against fire? Because that would be the... I mean, the thing is, is that she is the child of two strong, like, primordial sea gods. She is mortal. Fire would kill her eventually. But the problem is, is now you've created a light source and invisibility. I mean, if you start lighting fires, you might reveal your location because now you're creating a source of light that is different from your invisibility. And invisibility is really just refraction of light around you. And good point. What a flight, though. Because hard to get a line of sight when the, when the dude's buzzing around. I think attacking from the air would be the worst course of action. You have no cover. This is true, but because swift. You can also take arrows, though. Is a gin faster than an arrow? Depends on Medusa's ability to lock on with said arrow. I mean, assume reasonable competence because she has to hunt to eat. So she'd be hunting game. Yeah, and snakes are pretty quick. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> here, so here's another thing, right? Does invisibility negate the, the act of looking at her and her looking at you? If at any time she turns in the right direction, would you just become petrified? I'd make the argument if she can't see you, it wouldn't work. So invisibility does give a little bit of an edge there. Right. But you still, if you look at her while she is looking at you. So if you're invisible, you still have to turn away from her. Right. Now, what if an Ifrit surrounded itself in fire? You can't technically make eye contact through fire. I feel like that's semantics. <laughs> well, the problem there becomes how are you attacking then? 
because you can't make eye contact through fire. Here, here's the thing. They still got super strength. Okay. They could just duke through the fire. They don't, they're not affected by it. Okay. But then you're getting bit by snakes. Poisonous. Poisonous. That's right. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that also doesn't like. That's surprisingly more difficult than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's also like a thing where if she uses her blood as a weapon, you could technically be poisoned, right? Like, a gin can be poisoned. So, I mean, even assuming you're just going on, it's a left-handed gin punching her right side to get the healing blood, you're still going to get bit. That's So that's you only bad. can use your left hand because you don't want to break skin on the right and risk that blood. Well, on the her left. Right. But we still got two wishes. So I'm going to say long range weaponry could be a thing. Okay. Right. Where a Jin attacks with an arrow. Yeah. Jin attacks with an arrow. Jin attacks with even a, uh, a particularly long spear, whole arm, something like that. Oh, I mean, because traditional weaponry is not said to be ineffective against a Gorgon. No. Perseus did kill Medusa with a sword. But at the same time, if a, if, so like one of the big things about the the story of Perseus was the fact that he was smart. Yes. And he did things smart. Yes. Jin are apparently not known for their intelligence. (laughs) Uh, correct. <laughs> and Gorgons have, they have the ability to use tactics to fool an enemy and turn them into stone. Yes. Like there are things that are, um, that you have to get done in a delicate fashion. Cause you're not physically that strong. This is true. This is true. I can't, I can't argue against that. Jin are not much for tactics. Now, as far as, um, darling, come closer and look at me. <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden the Jin catches, catches that thirst. <laughs> Wait, are, hold on though. Hold on though. Who is to say an Ifrit is thirsty? They're a My little ass throat. <laughs> all that fire. I hate you. For that. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I hate you for that. They're they're further from. So here's here's the other thing. Okay, so the, the one of the things the misconception about Jin is that they're all demonic. However, if free are literally demonic Jin, so they're not necessarily in the same wheelhouse as humans as far as things of desire or anything like that. So I'm not. I would say that that probably won't work the same way. Interesting. Um, I would say the other thing it would come down to would be um, with Medusa, does Medusa have backup ever? I mean, we'll, we'll take the story of Perseus. Did Medusa have like minions or was it just one-on-one so it was one-on-one so the only backup she could really expect is from her sisters right who are immortal mm, and perseus technically did use her head to petrify an entire court so she's still lethal even if she's dead that would be the interesting thing I have one more. Okay. Dimensional displacement. <laughs> he could move her somewhere else. <laughs> so if worse comes to worse and you can't kill Medusa, you could certainly put her somewhere really far away. <laughs> That's a stalemate, though. That is a stalemate, but you're still alive. I would argue that's a pretty good that's a pretty good final tactic. 
We'll say third wish is a sale. <laughs> right? Like any any day where you get to end it above the ground is a good day, right? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So now I think it is time to render a verdict, right? Because we don't have those fancy fucking uh, cutting edge battle simulators where they run thousands of battles, <laughs> which I was pretty sure was like a, it almost looked like a spreadsheet or some shit. <laughs> it literally was. Yeah. Um, so we can't do something amazing like that or like have CGI graphics or. Well, we are an audio only podcast. <sighs> For now. Theater of the mind. Yeah. Which fits our tabletop. Right. Ooh. Th- think about this. Think about this freaking battle between this gin and, and this Medusa fire and attempted stone. <laughs> I mean, she'll get you rock hard. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that was that was good. That was a good one. All right. What do you got for us? Um so I think despite I think despite how initially dangerous Medusa is, I think I have to give it to the Ifrit. Okay. Um the reason being is uh as a worldly creature that is actually in its mythology known to kind of dabble in other faiths and other um cultures the assumption is that there's a chance that Ifrit would know to to be careful uh additionally the the problem with uh Medusa is that her powers are overtly physical mm. and in the end pass all of her defenses she is physically weak. Um, I think that there's a lot of there. There'd be a lot of chances for just an instant whoops and then gone. You're dead. But I think as far as like the brass tacks of who would win that fight more often, I think the Jin probably has that. And okay. if if Re in particular, if it was a different Jin. I'd be a little bit like, I'd be like, uh, maybe, but I think for sure, um, just for the, just for the fact of just being able to generate damage with ass loads of fire, that's one thing that'd be tough to, uh, it'd be tough to deal with that if you're just on the ground. Yeah. If things are getting lit up with fire all over you, like, you can't run anywhere. Eventually, you're going to run out of spaces to, like, dodge and get out of the way. And by then, it's, like, fairly simple to to sneak one way. And, like, I'm not sure if a snake's ability to smell through fire. <laughs> that seems like that'd be tough to do. But if you get caught in a ring of fire and this gin just gets to stab at you with a spear or something like that, I mean, what 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 more can you say? Fair. This is fair. I I completely agree with your decision, not because I picked. <laughs> so like the idea that the the idea for this series is that they're gonna keep picking mythical creatures and we're gonna keep putting them against each other, and eventually there's gonna be one and it's gonna be like the best fucking mythical creature ever. And it's going to be unable to be argued because, I mean, we did it, right? (laughs) We did it with all of our uh, super um, smart research. (laughs) Yes. And and no, uh, unfortunately, no spreadsheet uh, calculator app. I mean, here's the thing. If we can figure it out within the next four weeks. (laughs) So in this case, the the gin win. <laughs> Ginny Winnie. Yeah, that's another thing. It's actually a Ginny, not a genie. <laughs> what? 
Yep. So so they're referred to sometimes as Ginny, not Jeannie. Huh. Gina is like the weird American mispronunciation it's of the it. English translation. You yeah. want to know what? English translations be uh like why can't you just say Ginny? <laughs> because it doesn't really sound all that uh mystical it or imposing. Like a name. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's up, Ginny? <laughs> like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so for the for the Jin's um victory, uh he gets like a high C box. So he gets to be gin and juice. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we have reached the end. We are critical hit. And that was our first round of, uh, of riveting battle and argumental mythical nonsense. I, uh, I take this victory in name of uh, Robin Williams, the late Robin Williams. Ha! The real OG. <laughs> Fucking goat. The real OG. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> the real OJ. <laughs> Whoops! Oh. <laughs> find us wherever you find your super dunking, mythical championing, D&D railing, amazing, critical podcast. Uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and Ubers. <laughs> you, you get in the other category because you're not important <laughs> Find us on Twitter at Crit Hit Official. That's with a K. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's um, a good point. Good point. Because <laughs> we've never actually spelled it out. <laughs> oh my gosh, there are people going to the wrong fucking Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, oh, um, what are we following? <laughs> like, I don't hear any of your guys' episodes. <laughs> Some D&D thing. <laughs> uh, K-R-I-T. Yes. There you go. The rest is spelled correctly. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> New episodes every Thursday at noon. Until then, fight! <laughs>